Sun was out, the sun was out. Sun was out, the sun was out. Sun was out, the sun was out. Yeah. It's gonna go a little bit like this. Check Falling in love with myself. Too many times I said hate. Too many times that I dwell. People said that I failed. People said that I melt. Fuck. Falling in love with my glow. Welcome, welcome to the Simply King Podcast. This is your boy Rodney Perry, King himself. And you've just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans simply being humans. And today is a very great one. I know um, last time we all spoke to, uh, yeah, I heard my voice and I spoke to y'all. It was uh, after a very trying time in the world, after we got the worst news um, in recent history. But it's all good. I told y'all I was going to come back with something a little bit brighter, a little bit, you know, a little bit lighter on the world because we need to think about, you know, relating to each other, getting back to our, our things at home and making sure we good. So it's uh, Thanksgiving season. I hope everybody had a good thanksgiving or whatever and um got some great 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 friends in town and got a suggestion to do this episode on a specific topic and i was like you know what i feel like it's necessary i love y'all love the story and i feel like it'll be a great conversation that can happen so i have bianca and joseph joining me in the crib how y'all doing how y'all doing good very happy to be here with y'all. <laughs> beautiful couple. Uh, beautiful, beautiful couple back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Lena's right here to my left. If anyone was asking why she said couple, we're in, a, we're in our own little domicile right now. So it's real, real comfortable drinking lemon drops by the suggestion of my girl. So um, what are we talking about today? I really want to get and dive into the dynamics because y'all know I love like intersectionality and just love layers with every damn thing everything is always deeper than what it seems and um bianca kind of bianca and joe kind of came at me and was like hey we got a um we got a suggestion for a show what about you know you kind of speak to us about all the things we've learned about the, the dynamics of our relationship us being you know not one that you see so often and i will allow them to discuss that and introduce you to that themselves so tell me first off bianca and joe how the hell did y'all meet? We met at Trunk Club. <laughs> that's, that's we met where we met you. Yeah, yeah that's good. That's we, good. All, we all met around the same time. Well, not about the same time. You came in a little later, right? Yeah, I did. I came in like November. Mm -hmm. So this was... January of 2015 we met. Okay. That's when yeah. I started. Yeah. Um. I was already working there for a few years. I was like, who's that? I was... We were both... Kind of single. Mm. I okay. If we if we gonna keep it real, right? It's all, all honest, real. Uh, keep it all the way. And real. we we already know this about it. Like I was. And it's been time has passed, so it's, right. it's, it doesn't it's matter. Almost now. two years ago. And it exactly. Don't matter no more. I don't know what he was on. He hasn't opened up to me. Maybe he will, but do it today. But I was kind of seeing somebody, but it wasn't anything official. Uh huh. Um. And I got introduced to him when I started working, and we didn't have many interactions. Like, I wasn't working. He was mostly on, like, the fifth floor, so I wasn't working with him a ton. Mm -hmm. uh, but we had little interactions. I was like, oh, he's, you know, a cutie. Mm -hmm. But um, you also thought I was gay. I did No, okay. So, yeah. He was, well, the thing about his trunk club, it's, like, real high-end. Nah, nah, I understand. And everybody was calling him JoJo, and I was like... Oh. It was the JoJo thing, and I was like, oh... Grown man go by JoJo. Right. I get you. Um... And I found out he wasn't. Um, and one time in February when we went out. 
We're supposed to hang out with some friends and we decided not to. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Went back to my place. Ah, I love this. Got a bottle of Jack. Hey! <laughs> Yeah, that's really what happened. So, it was the day before Valentine's Day, too. Yeah. That this and happened? So, I had plans with this person that I was kind of, like, hanging out with. Damn. And so, I kind of, like, blew curb him off. Him. I of did course. curve him. Of but course. he wasn't on anything, and I was like, you know what? I don't have time for this shit. Yeah, because I you met JoJo. That, too. But I was like, whatever. I'm going to just hang out. I'm We're, we're not together. We're just kind of, like, hanging out, dating or whatever. Mm-hmm. But... We weren't officially together, so I was like, I can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm allowed to fucking hang out who with who I want to hang out with. Um, and so that day, I came into work and I bought like these little uh, Marvel Valentine's Day cards for everybody. Ooh. And I gave one to Joe, and he thought it was really cute. Yeah, it's, adorable. Yeah, you in the heart right there. Yeah, I was like, Aw. I knew what I was doing. Right there. I knew yes. what I was doing. I was like, I know what I was got doing. a little special note. Mm. You get a little piece of candy, maybe I don't know. She was looking fine. I was. On Valentine's Day? I was like, oh, Came through. shit. I was wearing a dress. Ah. I was trying, I was being you extra. Better. Yeah, you was doing your shot, girl. <laughs> I love this. You I tried. She knew what she was doing and she did it. Yeah, that's Well, cool. so that's how we met and we were talking for a little bit, but he didn't actually really want to date me, which mm-hmm. kind of comes into what our topic for this episode is. At first, he really didn't want to date me because of the age difference. Oh, and what's, and what's the age difference? And at the time we met, I was turning, I will have turned 33. At the time you no, met? 32. I confuse my age a lot. No. Bear I, with me. So the yeah. time we met, I was 19 and you were going to be 32. Because I had yeah. turned 20 that year, you turned 32, because we tw- we had a 12, 12 year age difference. We're 12 years apart. So we met when I was 19. Um, he didn't want to date me. I assumed that there would be just a, a maturity a big issue. general gap which, of uh, human experience, certain types of knowledge, you know, like. I mean, anything wrong with it. I mean, but right now, like, right now, how y'all looking? Like, I can never, I would never guess Yeah, because he, he ages so damn well. I hope I get You age well as age hell. He's not well. even aging. That's the problem. Like, he's just. <laughs> Part of the problem, right? <laughs> <laughs> and like, I didn't even think. I was like, "Oh shit, you're." And I kind of like we had already mm-hmm. had that that one night with the Jack, so I was like, "Oh, I didn't realize you were that old." Not yeah. that too old, but you know, not that old people can have Jack nights. No, 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 no but right. you know, just yeah. and so that kind of caught me off guard too. But and seeing so, seeing how she was with other people, I was like, "Oh, she's really like." I didn't think that certain things appealed to me, like you. A lot more youthful, and I was like, "Oh man, she's like energy, energetic. energy, like she's very energetic, but she's just very young, you know." Like I, I wasn't sure if I was like, oh, I don't know if I can keep up with her. Yeah, you know, like she's got a kind of energy and uh-huh. music to referencing certain things. I don't know what she's talking about. And that's like, yeah, that's a whole other conversation. Like, I don't know if this will all work, but then once we got to know each other better, certain music tastes. Found out she was a journalism major, so I was like, okay, she keeps up with current events, and yeah, we got to talk about certain things. I was like this. I can see this going somewhere. This can work. This can work. I love this. Yeah, love so this. He, that's first and it's funny because like, so the night after, like after Valentine's Day, we hung out that one time. He was mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't think this is gonna be a good idea. Like we work together, the age difference. But I'm like, all right. Like I was mature about it. I was like, that's cool. I'm cool. Like whatever. I got. I got. I'm here to go to school. I got other shit to do. Mm-hmm. And he was like, wait a minute. No, no, no. And he no, texted no. me two nights later. Like, <laughs> let me go ahead. We gonna hang out? I was like, oh, are we though? Because so. she started dressing up more, and I was like, oh, yeah, Joe. 
like, hold on, because yes, I, I remember what I trips. said, but she ain't about to be walking up in here, like, <laughs> like yeah. whatever this is. Oh man. I love this. I love, I love this. That's 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 the that's the beginning of the relationship. Mm. And the dress and shit moves fast. Mm-hmm. It moved very fast. And actually, nobody. I don't. Maybe one. I think Orlando might be the only person to know. But like to really know until it was like a thing. right a widely known thing. But yeah. before Orlando was a guy named Hawk uh-huh. that you may not have met. No, I think no, I met Hawk. He was, and he kind of was like setting us up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I needed a roommate. He needed a roommate. Hawk was trying to make that move like y'all. Ah, so like, okay. yeah. The original intent Damn, was just that's to be interesting. Roommates. Yeah. So then we started messing around February. We moved in and kind of made it official in April. Yeah. So, so that like, entire year oh, at Trunk Club, we were living together. Nobody knew. Whoa. Most people didn't know. Well, no, nobody. Nobody knew. Nobody we knew. didn't tell. I didn't tell anybody. You didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell anybody. I told Orlando when we had already decided to move to Milwaukee. Like we were already about to move to Milwaukee. I'm like, oh. Cause we brought him over one night. Yeah. We brought him and AJ over to the mm. crib once, and I'm like, "Yeah, we've been here for." I for damn, I for damn sure didn't know. I started in November. I for damn sure didn't know. I just always thought y'all were together, and y'all, I just knew, I already knew that y'all had a thing. Yeah. So it was like him, like getting off early, him coming and pick you up was like they probably live not too far away from each other. Right. Or, or I mean, it, it, either way, that's your yeah. like that's that's your man's and that's your girl. Y'all pick each other up in one of your other clothes just so you know you can get the hell home. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. I wouldn't have never even been like, oh. And also, motherfuckers can spend the night all the time. You know what I'm saying? That shit can happen. So I would have never even, unless I was told that. Right. I would never even made that conclusion either. So yeah. I love that's the, that. That's one of the most interesting aspects of our relationship. Yeah, that's that's, that's beautiful. Cute. That's beautiful. Yeah. I, I will say, uh, in it's <clears throat> risky. It it is risky, but very risky. We but know I, about I mean, risky. Yeah, we we know about risky. I think uh, literally we we knew each other for what are going on around like six years when we like reconnected, and literally I came. We were together only what. Probably like four or five months. Like officially together for five months. Like officially in the relationship. Yeah. But it was long distance majority of that four four or five months. And I was looking for work. We both graduated. And we was just like, you know what? Fuck it. She she suggested for me to come here. And I was like. My mom said it was okay for you to move in. Hell yeah. And that's what made it even even more enticing. Shout out to Patty. Like, damn. (laughs) Got the mom's blessing. I might just need to come up in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Because I was ready to go. And I did that, and I don't know. I feel like it was one of the best decisions I ever made. You know what I'm saying? It was lit. I know. And y'all got a beautiful little place right here. Yeah, we got cute. a cool, we got a cute, cute, cute right? Yes. Cute, quaint situation. You know what I'm saying? It's really quaint. Central High Park and shit. So it's lovely. I'm but so I, I will say, I love, I love the way that y'all kind of came together and y'all like really. It sound from from me. It sounds like y'all seen the connection, and y'all just regardless of. All the things involved, it was like fuck that. Anything that was like that was basically y'all not gonna yeah. work out. Y'all worked it out and made it yeah. something super beautiful. Yeah, well, not, well, we I wouldn't say everything was worked out right away. It even now the, like, de- the decision for it to go forward was worked out, but there were a lot of kinks we had to get through. Yeah, to where I mean, we you are definitely now. have to decide to be mm. with the person that you're with. You have to make. That oh decision. yeah, absolutely, and, absolutely. And that's like, and that's obviously such a scary thing. Yeah, super. And I'm, there are times for me, and it has nothing to do with you, but like in my youth, like mm-hmm. these are supposed to be my glory days. Like, am I doing the right thing? I'm already living with somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is a serious ass thing. I'm yeah. supposed to be out here kind of. I mean, that's right. I used to like go out all the time. Like, yeah. Like, okay. But Chill. there was like just the time 
you know, like living with him and spending mm-hmm. time with him. And it was just like, this is much better than what I think it would be like if I were going out. Yeah. Like, you know, like I, I know I wouldn't be as happy. I wouldn't. It's not fun for me. Honestly. It's not something I've ever craved. So it was like, I, I don't know. It worked out and in I'm, the best and way. And I'm past that phase of my life where I want to be out every mm-hmm. weekend and I just want to be home it, with yeah. someone, enjoy some quality TV, some quality conversation. Yeah. Right. All that good stuff. So yeah, yeah. Make a lemon drop martini. Yeah, with I'm another sure. couple. You know, yeah, with another double, beautiful double, couple. Yeah, Come exactly. on, beautiful couple. This is too cute. Young, young, young mm-hmm. double date. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No young, kids. No, no kids. No young, kids. Young double date. Yeah, beautiful, right? So, but Hallelujah. to keep it moving and not to even jump off to a whole other topic because we're going to come back around to talk about the, you know, the intricacies of your relationship. Because, because I, but I do want to know both of your opinions because. On top of being in this very, uh, having this age gap with your relationship, you both are Hispanic. And I love shit like this. I love meeting, you know, these very varieties of, you know, just human experiences. What do you feel about, because I feel like I've heard views from so many different types of people. Um, what do you feel about our new found president-elect? As in, the dumbass of Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Where, where were you when you found out? <laughs> That this is our we new president. Like, we were together. Yes. We, we were together. Uh-huh. We were at a friend's house. She uh-huh. had like a, a like watch party. A watch party. Yeah. I was. We were on several shots of whiskey. I drank a whole bottle of wine. Like, Damn. I think just because it was just that. We just couldn't believe it. You just the numbers were just rising. And you can like we were making all these jokes and like as the night got on we stopped we stopped talking mm-hmm. and it got quiet and I was like it was man that was a tough. Tough pill to swallow. Um, I'll let you speak on how you feel about it first. Well, it was definitely devastating at first, but now seeing since then, you see a lot of things that he's not going to do. Yeah. So I'm wondering. He's a renegger. How much? Exactly. He's a renegger. And I'm wondering how much it's actually going to affect us and whether he does have some tricks up his sleeve that might actually be some sort of positivity. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, he's like not gonna be able to do the things he wants like to do. Right. Yeah, are they gonna force him to just like, hey, just stop talking? We're gonna just tell you what you're gonna do from mm-hmm. you know his his new Congress, his new mm-hmm. Senate. It's all Republican now, mm-hmm. so I'm wondering if he's just gonna be less of a domineering tyrant and more of like a puppet. You know, yeah. like you're not gonna be which able is to do better this. than him which, being him. I, I yes. wouldn't say that. Um, I wouldn't say that. See, and that's... I wouldn't say that him being a puppet is better. I wouldn't say that because I feel like He's I feel like really that's why I'm saying he has people who are career politicians behind him, who they will be you know contributing to the string pulling of his whole puppet act, and that's why I feel like that's dangerous. Like literally, I feel like he has a safety net being with Mike Pence. Being that he's, he's really crazy, he's fucking really crazy, he's a silent killer. and so it's like, and nobody definitely for damn sure ain't gonna like plan an assassination tip on me because you don't want this motherfucker to be next. Yeah, and yeah. two, you have he's put he's placing these people who are extremely underqualified, who they're underqualified with agendas, they're racist with agendas, being put into places of power. So it's kind of like, mm, you, I, I, if anything, I would rather him continue on this track that he's being in and like lying and just being just speaking on, on just speaking in hyper like just mm. just speaking hyper ass bullshit because mm. he'll he'll eventually be you know caught up in a lie and that's when you're but in that been, place he's been caught up in so many lies and i think yeah for me but for has he, he has for, been caught up in after lies he was as a elected, president 
he's not president he just yet. as yet as he was elected it was definitely a like i'm afraid of whatever policies they're going to try to put into place but the more i think about it it's like it's almost embarrassing and like shocking the, that certain people in america feel so threatened by mm. minorities and people who are different yeah that they didn't give a fuck about who this guy was but yeah. they decided to back him anyways That's... because they're that threatened i think it's more hurtful yeah for yeah that, for that it's one a fucking reason. slap in the face it's like it's like if you look at your like everyday communities you have your hispanic people that do everything for you like for you every day you have your black people that do everything for you every day you have your white people that do everything for you every day and it's just a slap in the face to have like a certain group of people that may even be just like your managers or just like you have a white person as your barista at fucking starbucks and they low-key feel this way or they have an uncle or somebody that feels this way family family Mm -hmm. members oh yeah let's my so you don't gotta say who they are you gotta say who they are specifically a person who helped created me Mm -hmm. wow okay is a Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. Both of the people that created me are, are Hispanics. Mm-hmm. Mm. Blue collar, minority, not even blue collar, we're poor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I haven't talked to said person because we had a basically oh, a falling out about the, about the election. And it's, and it, for me, it hurt me in, I'm dating, you know, I'm saying my sister's married to a black man. They have a half black daughter. Mm-hmm. This person has a black, half black son, mm-hmm. was dating a black woman. Mm-hmm. Like, you have black people, s- in people in your family. Like, and this person, if if not, hasn't outright said it, but res- or is representative of a whole group of people who hate to see us in this country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you have no shame. Like, yeah. you just have that little shame that. Yeah. Mm. But you think that's what's best for the world, like? Mm. That's yeah. interesting. That's I do. I do think. I do think America has its uh, effect on people in so many different ways. I think you know what I've noticed specifically when it comes to the black community and just of the you know the hundreds and thousands of men that I've met just through school and whatever. Identity is a real large thing, and I think what I'm being seen, what I'm showing, what I'm being shown now, living in Chicago and being around so many different types of people is. The effect on this American ideal, no matter what your shade is. And you have, in certain ways, it intensifies what you feel like the American dream is. And then also, you have people who, it comes at them like a whirlwind. It's like, damn, like this is what the majority of the world sees me as. And it's fucked up. And it's so fake because they want to tell us, yeah. they want to preach about how safe we are. Like, exactly. white Republicans are always like, Minorities, we take jobs, whatever. Exactly. But you guys aren't. We're not going to kick you out of the country. Or exactly. Women, we want you to speak up if we, if if yeah. you, if something happens to you, if you get raped, if you get touched. And look who we just elected. Like this yeah. man has cases against him. You know what I yeah. mean? Like these yeah. women are yeah. speaking out on him. But you want us to feel safe. Like y'all don't have our backs. Like how are we ever supposed to feel safe in that kind of country? Mm. Like who's, I mean, I who's ever going to represent us? We can't speak because you don't give a fuck about what we have to say. That's real shit. This shit needs to happen. It needs to happen and. More shit needs to come out on on Donald Trump and like white women need to get a but it's all but it's still scared. mind it's still mind blowing that so much shit throughout the campaign was they, they let coming slide. out and they, they, they let didn't give a fuck. You're very true, very true. I think the best the best thing coming out of this that I noticed is the large large sums of white people finally seeing the government in a bad light. Mm-hmm. Like 
I've always noticed how like even the Democratic Party too. They're not they're not yeah. into the bullshit. Yeah, you it's like I mean? like like I've seen so many different people, so many different people like literally who are white who are now looking at the government in a certain way. Like oh, so if they let if they let shit like this fly, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can trust it. And it's like oh, now you say this. So now like oh, goddamn, that's what it took. Good morning, white people. Like good morning, white people. <laughs> Wake the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Now you woke. Now, now they're you the, now they're in the conversation. Now yeah. you're in the conversation because now they're defending or whatever, whatever. But you know, it's still coming from a place of you know. Yeah, of course, selfishness because they're seeing it as they're still seeing it from face value in a lot of ways. Like they just don't they they want a person to represent their country that they can believe in because mm-hmm. that's what they've always been known to do. This person is so terrible in every single direction that even motherfuckers that look just like him can't even believe in him. Yeah. So it's kind of like that's what the world we live in now. But I think it's definitely gonna wake them up. But like I told a lot of them. I, t- I told him while I was at work and everywhere else, every time I had that conversation just about it, it's like, look, if you got family, if you got people, because the majority, all white people don't come from the damn city. Y'all come from the birds where a large portion of those men and women who were high class vote for Trump as well, as well as the damn rural parts of the world, uneducated. middle America, uneducated. That's where you come from. And that's why you came to the big city because you didn't want to continue that chain. You need to talk to all, no matter where you're coming from, you need to talk to all these people. Your father, who's a like high-paid lawyer who bloated for Trump, and your damn uncle, who's, you know what I'm saying, the bum in the trailer parks in Nebraska. Regardless of whatever it is, you got to speak to these people. What well, you about you, to say? She went to the uh, some protests in Milwaukee, and uh-huh. it was a, she said it was a very diverse crowd as well. Yeah, yeah it was... It was mostly white. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of the LGBT LGBT community. It uh-huh. was a lot of students. There was a lot of Latinos there, which was real cool, and a few blacks. And I remember Fox, fucking Fox News, of course, was live Facebook living uh, the protests, and you just see all these white people just savages, gorillas, go back to the zoo, peaceful protests until a Nazi, a neo Nazi showed up. A white mm-hmm. man brought his six year old daughter and his wife. Had a, like a Confederate flag, was spat in some girl's face, like sucker punched yeah. some dude. Brought his own daughter to this rally. That was the only incident, the entire protest. And the irony of it is that same night they had the Portland riots, and when they put the mugshots of all the people that they arrested in the Portland riots, it was like 12 people. 11 of them were white. One person was like mixed. And it's it's just sad that that we get viewed as savages yeah. for trying to stand up for ourselves. Yeah. Like, they want us to just sit there and take it. But, like, did y'all, y'all didn't just sit there and take it when Obama was elected. Like, they had mm-hmm. so much disrespect for Obama's presidency. Exactly. They talked so much shit. Exactly. Super and that's, that's why I say it's, it's, I still see it being selfish because they, they're they just upset because they didn't get what they want for the, for the, for a, a, for one, for one of the first few times in history. They didn't, as a unit, at a unison, this has not been a It was the first time they us. felt threat. Threatened exactly. because it was a black Democrat. Like they could have, li- they could have lived with a white Democrat. Yeah. We've had white Democratic presidents. Exactly. Past. It was because a black man was elected president. Lord forbid. That was, all them, um, that was the biggest threat. Feel some type of hope. Yeah. Lord forbid. And but and Democrats aren't innocent too. Like we, the problem, one of the biggest problems now is we refuse to hear each other out. Mm-hmm. We are so tied up in our not values, but. Just this party system mm-hmm. that it's just like, no, I can't hear you out because you're an opposing system. We can't work together. And our government is never going to be able to function properly. Yeah. 
and it's I don't know when it's gonna end. I don't know if it's gonna end. I feel like it basically started with Bush and then Obama. Like that was when shit started to hit the fan the most. Probably mm-hmm. a little bit prior to that, but mm-hmm. you know we're supposed to be such a great country and so diverse, and we come together in the worst of times. You know we've had such tragic events in our history. But we can't even hear each other. Yeah. We listen to respond to each other. Yeah. We don't listen to hear each other and work our fucking problems out. That's real. That's real. If you That's watch the debates, like not even the debates, but like the little people that they have on like CNN all the time, like they can't let the other person finish. Half the time the shit no. does is bullshit. Right. Like half the time they do say some like they're into some slave ass shit and it's like, okay, well, huh, let me cut you out there. But ha- sometimes it's like if a Republican has something that they want to say and it's like the other person's just like cutting them off, like dead in their shit. And it's like, just let us hear what he has to say. And then you respond. It's like, let's have a, a peaceful like situation. Yeah. Even though half the time. We can't even have a debate. It's not even a debate. It's an argument. Mm-hmm. And but even though half the time what they're saying is outlandish, just like let them get that out. Because that's how they really feel. And sometimes it's like, it may not even start like this year, next year. But it's, but it's like, it has to be a, a some type of coming together or come to Jesus to be like right. what you're saying sounds fucking ridiculous like but, do you realize that what you're saying is like racist like I don't think they realize what they're saying is racist that's yeah. another thing like yeah we both aren't hearing each other out I also feel like people Democrats the Democratic Party always has to be the bigger man in a situation yeah. Yeah. we always just gotta be like alright we apologize yeah. for you know and, and we get made out to be the sensitive ones you yeah, know, but we always have to take something back, have to apologize for something, have to be the bigger person, have to mm. apologize on behalf for someone else's behavior. Very typically true. Republicans' behavior. Very true. And they and stand they stand firm with theirs. They definitely stand firm with theirs. But to just turn it to a better note, because I think that was a back good... Back to love. Back to love, <laughs> back to love. Back I was I will say my last thing about fucking Donald Trump. Say it, babe. When he got, you know, elected as president, I was like, you know what? Shit is gonna be the shits. I went to work the next day. Majority of the white folks was in their ass about it. So I was like, yeah. I'm in good I'm in good hands at work. And I was just like, you know, I just hope he don't say anything or do anything to just, you know, just fuck up our relations with other people. I don't want them to come over to America because I live in an apartment. I don't got no basement to hide in. I don't have no fucking bunker. Like, shit's right. gonna, shit gonna be right. blew, blew the fuck up. But no, it's like, I guess he tweeted like, uh, Fidel Castro is dead with a like uh, exclamation mark, like this. You don't celebrate a death regardless of what that person's view was. Regardless, you know what I mean. It's like after they just opened up Cuba and you know all right. Cuba just like it's, it's on the up right and now. You already look at hello Fidel Castro is right now too. So, and, and, but it, it's like oh I, it's like it's 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 interesting because I feel like it is it is interesting because it kind of is because. I think if the brother died right now, it would still be so many people who praise him and so many people who kind of like mm-hmm. not praise him, be like, oh, well, oh, well, you know, yeah. he just died. It's, it's, what I, it's like, you know, it is what it is. But I feel like difference is, is, you know, when it comes to political standards and political purpose, when it comes to Fidel Castro, mm-hmm. and you are now about to assume a place of political position. I feel like when you it comes to shit like that, that's everything you want to. A Democrat, you've seen Obama's tweet, like yeah. how he has to be a bigger person. Exactly. And how our new president-elect acts. Exactly. But, I think but when people respond to it, shit. they're going to be like, well, why is Obama saying all this stuff? Like, he was a horrible person. You know, what Trump said was right. Like, but, you know, at the end of the day, someone died. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not, that's never, that's never a thing. What were you about to say? When we got Bin Laden, 
Obama wasn't like, yeah, we got him. He's fucking dead. Yeah, no, no, no. They were never thing. It was like, it's a front zero. We carried out a mission. Our target was, you know, it was yeah. all professional and he wasn't That's like. It. That's it. That's it. That's ways to be professional at the end of the day. Just be professional because yeah, like, it won't offend anybody. And then, right. however people feel about the situation, they'll respond on. Don't be, don't it's incite the shit. Someone's going to be offended. Oh, true. yeah. Very true. Very true. We live in a PC world. But talking about PC and talking about, you know, Never things that are different. Love. Yeah, yeah. We got to go back to the love. I need got to go. Yes, always. 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 So, Joe. So you say so now, because you guys said you said you met when you were just now turning. 30, I was 30, turning thirty-two. Two, because I'm thirty-three. And now. I was turning twenty. Yeah. So it means now you're currently thirty-three, and you're twenty-one. Ah. Yes. So tell me, I guess when it comes to, because uh, I'm assuming by this time you guys have been been together, you know, oh, a year plus. So what did your parents? Or just any parentals and any family members kind of feel about this situation? Did, my, they, did they have any type of like, well, why the hell are you doing this? Or are you sure? My my family was super supportive. That's beautiful. The whole thing. I didn't get any pushback at all. They won't babies. And I think... They the, said they won't babies. They won't babies. <laughs> in, in the back of my mind, I guess maybe that's what I thought as well. Aside from my own reservations about the age difference, I thought I was like, well, what are they going to think? Mm-hmm. I didn't think about it then, though. But once they were so supportive, I was like, oh, man. I was like... I've got no reason not to then. Even though they, they wouldn't have stopped me. Exactly. I was going to go forward with it when I decided to. So they, they couldn't have stopped me. But once they had, once I felt their blessing, I was like, oh, well, cool. I, they get it, you know? Mm, I love that. I yeah, love it, was, it was actually really smooth on my end. Mm. Not that it wasn't on yours, but she's got some input. Uh, it was... For the most part, it was fine on my end, too. Um, the first time he met my mom and my sister, I was actually... I had appendicitis, like, a month after we met. Mm. And he was the only person that showed up to visit me. Ooh. And, so, and I told mom and my sister, they didn't know that we were, like, dating or anything like that. But I was like, you know, we're planning to move in together. Like, we're going to be roommates. Quotation marks. Air marks. How many rooms in this apartment? We had a two-bedroom. We, we we looked out for two-bedroom because that's we, what... Yeah, Chicago? The one yeah. in Chicago? Yeah, it was in Pilsen. Because mm-hmm. that, that was the intention that we were just going to live together. Yeah. So we seek, we sought out two bedrooms. Yeah. And so Ooh. when they met him, I mean, they were just impressed that he showed up like both days when I went to the ER and the day after he was there for me, nobody else showed up. And I remember my sister texting me like, he's cute, but don't go there. Like, you know, don't mix business and pleasure. And I was like, it's already too late for that. I'm not going to tell you that, you know? And then we had already moved in and were dating before I told them. Like, I didn't tell them the age. I didn't feel like I had to. Like, I'm grown. Exactly, exactly. But then my sister asked and I told her. She was like, damn, like, you know, she had some things to say about it. She was cool with it. And my mom was was like, oh, you're lying, basically. And I'm like, no, mom, this is for real. Like, he's. But this was when I told her that we had been dating for like. A while, or a while time, by right? then. You told the last. My month. dad, when we moved to Milwaukee, my dad was my dad didn't believe me. He was like, "Let me see your ID." Like he asked him for his ID because he did not. Damn, it was thirty. Who took up the family youth though? He, he, he is the family youth. He is the family youth. Young vampire in the motherfucker. But I think it was smooth for the most part on my end, and like 
all of my cousins, you know, they I, all love him. I the think, family loves I think him. since I met them all, they got to know me. It was already established, like, okay, he's cool. And then they found out, and they're like, oh, whoa, well, shit, he's already cool. We already so, like him. Too. Yeah, I really yeah, like, like him, so we can't take it back. Right, right. right. Yeah. And I think for me going into a, like, yeah, I was nervous about my family, but I knew I could get around it. I was definitely most nervous about his family because I knew that they would see me as, like, she's young, she's immature, she hasn't been through anything, she doesn't have any experience. Like, the this young is a hot girl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, yeah. no, I have intellect and I have experience and I've been through some shit. Like, mm-hmm. I have stuff to bring to the table. So tell me, so I definitely want to know, what are the, first, let's start with the cons. What do you feel like are the cons that you both have noticed? And these don't even got to be like, you know what I'm saying, extremely bad. Like, we had got no arguments for this shit. Right. But literally, what do you feel like the cons of this uh, dynamic of your relationship? What have you noticed being the petty shit? I think, um, I think the stubbornness from two different ends. Yeah. Whereas me is, I've been through some things, so I kind of know how things go. Yeah. Whereas she is young and feels like I still have I know sometimes. <laughs> not yeah. that but sometimes there's like a know-it-all feel yeah. so, uh, that comes with youth I maybe mean, she wants to go through it but right. it also, there's also a know-it-all thing that comes with experience right so and like it we, both, it's a stubbornness of both we got ways. a stubbornness on different spectrums and then mm-hmm. that that can kind of like bump heads every now and then but it's, it hasn't been bad in a while I mean we've had fights and sometimes we have I could probably count on maybe both hands how many fights we've had like we don't fight that often we don't i mean i will say though sometimes when we fight we fight it'd be real but yeah, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like the next day we'll, it's, it's done like we squash it yeah, and that's good. always that's it's always good. been a positive experience on my end because like i've had some relationships but they weren't really healthy for me to be like to go into something and like a couple hours later it's like okay we're cool we're over it you know what mm-hmm. i mean like to be able to come to a resolution the same day and be yeah. like a compromise that was something that was new for me and that was something that was like weird one of my top pros if we're gonna go to pros but i think the stubbornness is definitely it's probably like the biggest kind and there's probably not many others aside it's from a lot of nitpicky shit like sometimes shit. he just want to stay home and say i'm like dude like it's saturday you know like let's go do something and it's like dude i just want to have a day off and watch tv like you know what I mean? Just small shit like that. That's beautiful. But it, and you can tell that's you can kind of tell where it's like I have the energy and he doesn't have the energy kind of thing. Yeah, she 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 pick me up sometimes. I'll bring her down sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Not in a negative way. Just like hey, let's just chill. Yeah. Let's calm down. Let's calm I think I think one of my cons would be my movie quote. Uh, trivia quiz. Yours is always. Uh, <laughs> no, but if we want to go there too, like I've been trying to, you know, the it's like the culture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the the arts culture. So like, what you what you find important, what he finds important, it, are and, literally two different. And we things. basically have the same values when it comes to music quality and movie quality. Sure, sure. I'd say it's just that makes like. Sense. Like, I haven't seen a bunch of them. I've seen them now, but I, going into it, like, I hadn't seen so many of the movie classics. But going, yeah. you know, and then I'm like, and that so was, have that you heard was about like Kendrick Lamar? Culture, and I, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I had to play them, you know, Good Kid, Mad City all the way through. She had to put me on Kendrick Lamar. Logic all the way through. Right. There's, there's give and take, but it's funny because I'll, I'll, her, the way she acts and talks, I assume she's up here with me. Then I'll say something, reference something, and I'll be uh-huh. like, oh, you saw that, right? No, like, oh, shit, that's right. Damn, yeah, man. You might, yeah, but it's, you might, there was a long period been. of our relationship was like, oh, have you ever seen it? And I was like, no. 
And for months, it was like, have you seen this? And I'm like, no. Nah. And I'm like, dude, why do you keep asking me? You know I haven't watched that movie. Let's just go rent that shit. Like, yeah, let's go. Just, asking me. Let's just go see the shit. Right. And now you like Star Wars? But, oh, my God. I've seen all six of them. That's seven lit. of them. That's we going to go see the, the new one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we had a marathon. We have we own all the DVDs now. Blu-ray. Blu-ray. He put me on a Blu-ray. Hey. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't really think, like, and that's, the, what does it matter? Like, what's the difference? That's another funny thing. I, I, there's some new things that I put her on, mm-hmm. like HDMI. Like, what the difference is, <laughs> yeah, what it yeah, does, yeah. what Blu-ray is. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's yeah. differences. Well, yeah, well, there's I differences should know interest. some type of, like, technological yeah. advances, and I'm just like, I'm basic. You know what I mean? Just turn the TV on. Yeah, I'm not going to notice. Does the TV work? Right. You can't just turn the TV on like that. Apparently not. Yes, you can. That's real. That's real. Gets me through life. So do you? So I want to ask about you know kind of like the the pre Joseph and Bianca connection. Do you think that has this been a trend in your life that you've always noticed? You've always dated people older or younger than you. This is a question for the both of you. I've noticed that I've typically dated younger. Mm-hmm. Not not as significant. Yeah. But generally, like two to four year difference maybe yeah. yeah i dated one girl that was like maybe three or four years older yeah disaster damn she was crazy though <laughs> That's what he always says always say it. like if this isn't gonna work out he's gonna be like it's, she was crazy man she was she crazy though because i'm so fucking cool damn yeah it'd be, it'd be like cool. that what about you. you uh the guy that i was seeing before him when i was in chicago was 28 and i was 19. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's not like I, I sought out to be with someone older, but when I got to college and I was like, you know, these loans are under my name. I'm working 50 hours a week. You know, I'm paying my own bills. My mama cut me off the phone plan as soon as I left for college. So for me, it was like, it was really hard for, not it's bad to say it, but it was really hard for me to have respect for people who were in, like my classmates that were getting all their shit paid for. Yeah. And so I had a low tolerance that make, that for people that had sense. no responsibilities and didn't know what it was difference. like to, yeah. you know? And so, and I come with this maturity that like most of all of my friends are older than me. Mm-hmm. And so it, I, I feel like it was kind of natural that I would end up dating somebody that's older than me. It's not something I like intended yeah. to do. It just worked out that way. See, I love that because it's uh, it's happened by circumstance. Because yeah. I feel like Very now, so. now you know, you have it's the it's the cute hot thing to do. You know what I'm saying? It's like you go, you know, if you're older, you're older cool. guy. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? You can pick on pick up on you know what I'm saying little young jumps. You know what I'm saying? And, kind of like manipulate their naiveness mm-hmm. and you know the naivete and get you know and like either create relationships or bing bang boom and vice versa mm-hmm. it's like you you it's a lot of women who know that there's men who's sign who's like literally vying for these younger women yeah but i wasn't going that and that's beautiful that's why i find it's so beautiful the relationship that y'all have but i, I do also think it's interesting how it's a trend too like it's, it's a thing yeah, baby, we ain't working out. Nah, look, 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 look. You know what I'm saying? You I mean, TMI, TMI. <laughs> but no, I would have. I had a few uh prospective sugar mamas in Atlanta. You know, it's a whole count, lot of it don't count with old your old manager from Burger King. Oh, <laughs> look, you ain't had to put that out oh, there in, in, in escapes like that. Why you do that? 
I'm Wait, we're gonna edit that out. I can always edit that out. That's we're gonna talk work. about it, but edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> that's post show content. That's that extra content. Extra that's content. that extra content. It's blueprint. I thought right? you were telling behind folks the scenes. Uh-huh. I, I do tell people that, but I don't tell people. I don't tell the people listening to my show no, that. that that's another story right there. That's for. That's not for. We're not live, right? Another. We're not live. But no, I will say, I will say that it is interesting that you guys actually got into something that was very natural. Because I always say, and like I've always believed in, when it comes to compatibility, it really all builds on true, genuine things, not just this fabricated list of ideals that you gotta have in a person. And that's another difference between us, because I'm growing up in that social media age where it's like, yeah, you know, social media tells you your relationship needs to be like that. And yep. I and I was like, in the beginning mm-hmm. of the relationship, I was like. I was feeling that, or it was like you're not doing what everybody else in society tells me I deserve or what I should be, like should be receiving. But my where my beans at, Joe? Right, not not like not so not super materialist like that, but you know I'm like sorry. little shit like that. And and so I'm, then I was just like at a certain point I was like, all right, this is bigger than that. Like I just kind of stopped worrying about shit like that. That's good. That's good. And I could see myself giving him what I thought I was supposed to get back. Like I was buying him shit all the time. Like you mm-hmm. know tickets to games. Fucking clothes, shoes. No, it's not like I don't. I don't need all that. Just stop doing that. And so now, uh. and it's funny though, because now we're on the reverse. Like, dude just bought me a pair of shoes the other day, and he comes home with flowers, and it's just like, why are you buying me stuff now? Like this, you know, it's yeah, it's yeah, completely yeah, yeah, shifted. Yeah. It's nice. Don't stop buying me things. <laughs> <laughs> and one and one thing I told her early on, because we we used to get in arguments about like stuff like that, mm-hmm. and I told her I was like. You can't just expect someone to just change and do these things mm-hmm. that they're not used to doing. Mm-hmm. Not it was never about whether she deserved it or not. It was just I was never used to just bringing home flowers to someone mm-hmm. and just buying people shit because I never dated anyone long enough for you to be like, I love you. Here's this. You deserve this. And that, that was and that was a changing point in our relationship because I feel like I feel like the moon the moment I knew I was actually growing. I feel mm. like it's hard to measure personal growth. Yeah. But there was a point where it was like, the the person that I used to be and the things that I thought mattered started to get on my nerves when I saw those traits in other people yeah. like people and that's when I knew that I was growing personally and I was and that's I was deep. changing and it nah, wasn't like a bad deep. type of change it was like a, a good change. change and it was like people on Facebook complaining about this or wanting this and all these pictures they're posting it's like I found I started to find that aggravating and yeah. just kind of irritating it's like dude keep your relationship off yeah. of social media like Keep your issues with your significant other. Instead of talking shit on social media, talk to your partner. You yeah. know what I mean? So that was like the biggest turning point mentally for me. Very true. I, I believe that. I believe that. I think I feel like I've definitely aged a lot, you know, in this in this situation. Because I think it's what 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 makes you truly older are the kind of like the responsibilities that you take on, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why you felt like you were more mature than a lot of your, you know, you know, your cohorts because you literally were doing things that they didn't have to do. And I feel like I would definitely feel that way about myself now. Like I've I wouldn't have been able to guess that this is what I would have been kind of like the situation I would have been in fully, you know? Like maybe I would have taken care of just myself and I gotta worry about it, anything else. And uh, that was the only thing I could think of and fathom. That's what my future looks like after getting out of school. But being in the situation I'm in, I've definitely grown so, 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 so much. And it's interesting how the things I cared about or uh, wanted to do a lot of or make sure this is what I made time for. Like, even even getting on damn social media. It's interesting how, like, now 
I remember being like on it every day, posting every day, and now I'm barely on that motherfucker. Right. And like, I don't know. We mind are, it. but we just take each other to memes. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> <we do. laughs> literally, literally sliding DMs on the daily. <laughs> like, hey, like, check this out. Look at this. Real. Look at this shit. silly shit is. Or you like know. you know you're in love when the only one you want to share all those things with is one person right here. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one, Joe. That's real. Yeah. Or like I, I, I literally, I like we'll end up and we'll share so much with each other. We'll literally be in situations where we just around friends and we'll be like, babe, you we'll literally just talk to them like, babe, you remember that name? That about like, such and such. You sent that to me uh, yesterday. <laughs> or have you seen? No, he'll tell me something that I just sent him. He's like, oh, you seen that meme? With yeah, you? that shit happened all the time. I put you on that. Like, yeah. I sent that to you. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's um, right. Why did I think it was someone else? Yeah, why did Yeah, why the hell? Because for that, I should just always think you the first reference. You right. But I, lo- I love that. I love it about y'all relationship. I love, you know what I'm saying, the love y'all have for each other. And I feel like it's an example of what people need to see. It is at yeah, a time man. at a time like now, people need love. Oh, yeah. But you know what's people crazy? People need love, Joe. It's like the people that are like us don't share our shit on social media. Like, and that I hadn't posted a picture of shit. you, like real, like I real, real. Wednesday, I posted a picture right. of us at TC. Before that, I think the last time I posted a picture of you, babe, was probably like. You right, babe? Because the majority majority relationships I, mean, we, I know, like, and we six like six months at least. If, I see so many other girls, even and guys too, my age yep. or a little bit like in the twenties, like posting posting pictures, but also talking shit, yeah, like, just talking mad shit. And I don't think not once in our relationship, when it's going on two years, we have ever put our business on Facebook at all. I would never because it's, it's, and it's nobody's never. business. But like our problems, we we don't. We don't tell family that. Like that has always stayed between us because mm-hmm. the moment you tell somebody else, especially family, they have opinions. Exactly, and, and then, 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 then you start getting the passive aggressiveness. That's yeah. unnecessary. You don't need, you don't need that because like it ain't for you to deal with. It's me, and but it's like I think about all the relationships I see on the gram and on social media. Heavy, usually the ones that don't last as often. You know what I'm saying? Like the ones I see all even the time. if they posted all positive stuff, it's like this shit do not last. Like I just look at Monica. Yeah, eventually it just stop like, and you be like, oh, man, what's Shannon all the time, and it's like he like cheated on her, and it's like, well, bitch, you think that's your man? Because and it's 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 women out there like that that like damn near want what you got or damn near wants. And that's gets, another thing too. The minute you, the minute you badmouth your your significant other on social media, that gives another person the opportunity to step in. Like, oh, it's, yeah. he's oh, yeah, up. Going, she's fucking up. I'm about to slide in real quick. Y'all going through the squad? I would never no. entertain that. And you better let every bitch know I fight. Hey, you going through the squad? So I, they don't even come through. Like I see you going through some. Hey, I see. You looking? Cool. Oh, and it happens so quick. Yeah, it's so, so quick. So quick. People, so quick. people checking for that. People checking for that. You know, people checking for because they've been waiting in line. They like, look, I'm just waiting for this shit to fuck up. And if they never fuck up, they, oh well. But people literally bent on your relationship failing because that's what people support more now than anything else. Like healthy, actual, beneficial. Because for me, I feel like I believe in you know growth in different you know compartments and departments of your life. I believe personally you should always be working on yourself, mm-hmm. always be growing, always be changing and just becoming the best you that you want to be. But I feel like the person that you are within a relationship is two different people. Oh yeah. Because Definitely. like I feel like you may be you may seem like you I've seen so many men uh that I've looked up to be great people 
in their like real world and just everyday life. Got had great grades, they had great internships, got great jobs now, mm-hmm. traveling the world, doing what the hell they want. But they're the worst fucking like boyfriends or just mm-hmm. worst with women. Mm-hmm. Like they're like yeah. either dogging their ass out or or just doing a whole bunch of just fuck shit. So it's like, oh, that's interesting. But but what I realized from that when I learned is that who I am and the way I think, the way I process, and the way I have to process when I'm in a relationship with someone, it's totally different from when I'm single. When I'm single, I can be selfish. I have to con- kind of like consider anything else other than what I need and what I want in this moment. And I think that was probably my problem early on, is I was used to being single and it was like, I had to be domesticated, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was a fucking crazy dog. I needed to think, okay, well, you're living here with someone. Yeah. And she's your girlfriend. Yeah. Think outside of, think the next layer out. Exactly. You know? And I think one of the best things about us in this past time is that we've, our brains and chemistry have acclimated to each other. We've hit our fucking stride. Yeah. 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 Like we're. That synchronicity is, so is real. That's yeah. And like we can anticipate each other's wants and needs. Yeah. And like. Is a bad, it'll but not to the point where it's like we're stagnant and like, uh, mm-hmm. what's the word? Um, complacent. Yep. Complacent. Yep. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, just, just we're flat. having fun yeah, and we've got our and stride and we're just like soaring at this yeah. point. And, 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 and the beautiful thing about it is, and what I want everyone to become into a new ideal and new perspective on, because I hate the whole idea of, you know, when it's good. Oh, that means it's about to get bad. Or, yeah. You know, you and know, it was reverse too, in our situation. It was bad. Before it got good, like personally on my end, I was yeah. going through some some of like the darkest shit that I have ever been through, and yeah. have evolved into this whole positive person that I've never known in my entire life. It's beautiful, and, and that, that and would not have happened if and it wasn't. And I feel like people have it to shows, get in their mindset, huh? It shows. See, did I say when I saw? Her, I was like, she just like can't be with like some like whole type of other shit. And start, I don't know how I'm supposed start to start talking about right lip now. makeup. You know what I'm saying? It got real, <laughs> but no rip. Real talk, like, I, I definitely believe, and I definitely want to push out the idea that when you find something that you feel like it's working and it's on the upstream, literally, it can stay that way. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no such, like, if you can believe that every good thing can be bad, you can easily believe in every good thing can stay good. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Just like, you have to keep working towards it. You have to be aware. You have to stay emotionally available. Mm-hmm. You have to just be able to just see, okay, so what's next? Okay, so what's next? And just keep on the same pattern of just, you know, growing your relationship. Mm-hmm. That's what I truly believe. That's what I'm, you know, what I'm doing. You're right. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, just to, um, really just to uh, kind of like wrap it up. I guess, what do you want to tell the people who are out here probably single? You know what I'm saying? Probably about to work some job and don't know. They Post might meet their little Joe or Bianca. What do you want to tell the people about the kind of like how you how you guys stars kind of crossed each other and now you're in your situation what, what advice would you give to people um i guess my only advice to anyone in general would be learn to like love yourself mm-hmm. make yourself good and then you can accept someone else then that'll lead to a healthy relationship oh and just keep just and just keeping your mind clear if you uh you know you could put blinders on and just not look at the bullshit that's getting thrown at you and you just focus on, you know, little baby steps, little plan, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you're fine. You're good. You just got to know what you need to change. Yeah. Some people fall into the same patterns. Yeah. And you just know when to break that or when to just drop that. I love it. 
Aww. I love that you said that because I feel like when we first starting started dating, I didn't really love myself. Mm -hmm. But he loved me in a way that made me love myself. But that's the realest thing in our relationship. That's like the realest part of our relationship. Mm -hmm. I think if I have to give advice and I will give advice to people who are my age and these, you know, millennial people is to just not fixate on what society uh, tells you a relationship should be like. You know, it shouldn't be flowers and balloons and Victoria's Secret shit all over the bed and a surprise. Like, that's not what love is. Love yeah. is much more than that. It's going yeah. through deep situations that's and real. coming out on top together and making a life together, everything, doing everything and wanting to do it together and wanting to grow and wanting to learn. I feel that. And you, if you want to have, a, you have to constantly have an open mind and be wanting, like to, to crave to learn about somebody else. Mm. I that, think is that's real. the best part. That's real. Because I love to learn in general, but to learn every day I'm learning something new and I love that's it. Real. That's real. I, for my re my very you know best advice I can give to everyone who's listening is I quote a mentor of mine Charles Hamilton who he said one of the deepest things and that was you have to make yourself whole to, mm -hmm. to be able to be whole with another person you know mm -hmm. you you can't you bring the two parts of you whole pieces and you might be a whole ass semicircle. <laughs> you bring that whole ass semicircle nice. with another semicircle, and now you're a big ass circle as to all together just doing your thing. Because because when you're broken up and you have these pieces divided that you got to build, or at least aren't in transition to be built, that's the thing. If you literally are just oblivious. But the thing about the way hearts work is that they always, your heart and your love just always knows what you need. Yeah. And I think that's why so many people get into relationships with people that they get into bad ones, but a lot of people get into things that, damn, I kind of needed to be with that person, but I just didn't even know why. And they don't, they got to pull out that, mm -hmm. that reasoning. And I think what I see now a lot with my own generation is that we all kind of have created these like super, like over-exaggerated kind of preferences for the people that we want to date. You know, you got a lot of women who want to date. You know, guys who are, have this athletic build and have all this shit going for them. Guys who want to date guys, girls with certain, you know, certain body type and certain, you know, mindset. This was, and this whatever, was the whatever. first time I dated somebody who I didn't <laughs> fantasize about in my head. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is the first time I date out of my so-called type. Yeah. And and, and that's and that's, the, and that's the part that I love because I feel like your type is your type. Your type is what you like. Mm -hmm. Simply put, it's like there's well, no he's way. My type now, like, you know, you know what I'm that's, everything about that's how you find, that's, like, and that's what you figure out is when you literally find the person that damn like I'm trying to fight because it's not usually what I usually go for, but they what I kind of want right now, so I don't know what to do. And it's like you start sitting here being conflicted with yourself, but all that is a growing pain that you actually need to go through. Go ahead, go through that, take that, and end up with the person that you really need to be with exactly. because. You're going to miss out on that real good lesson and that real good, you know, chance at a good, you know, thing. And I feel like that's what everyone needs to realize. Open yes. yourself up to realize that. Work on yourself. And no matter even when you get in this relationship, maintain working on yourself. Maintain that, that self, you know what I'm saying, repair. That self-evaluation. 
so you can keep, you know, making yourself better. I, don't, I believe those two things can happen simultaneously. Yeah, you, it's, it's it's not a it's not a thing that you got to put on hold just to make this one thing happen. That's what I truly truly believe. But what you want won't always be what you need. Yeah. Oh yeah, I yeah. Hard what you want really always not what you need. Good point. Joe. I wanted her, but I, and I needed her, so it actually worked out for me. Yeah. That shit is so cute. No, look, man. <laughs> That shit, that. But that, but it's 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 real. If y'all want some of this, and get on yourself. I now. feel like I never wanted to say I because I was raised to be independent. Yeah, you know, I was raised by a single mother. I, yeah. I never wanted to need. Yeah. And so physically, I've never felt like I needed anybody. Yeah. But on an emotional and psychological level, like I've needed him more than ever, especially yeah. in the last year that I've had. Speak that truth, girl. You Speak your truth. Know. Speak your truth, <laughs> and I, I think that's. That's what you. That's what everyone realizes when they when you get deep into it. Because uh, another another quote, and I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up after this. <laughs> um, my homeboy Benny Roosevelt. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Benny Roosevelt. He says that we look for the best reflections of ourselves and other people. Mm. And this mm. means that you look for you still look for you. And that's why I always believe that you can always work. You're always working for yourself simultaneously because you're always looking for that best you. And you find yourself within other people because they may have those small little things that you always needed. You know, I, like that. I always use the example of, you know, me being, you know, kind of, you know, messy and I can work in chaos. But organization is a good thing. And I've always seemed to always date women who've always been pretty damn organized, pretty put together. Mm-hmm. And it's like and I always enjoy that, you know, like yeah. once I'm with them and we're dating I like to be in their place more than my own. Like, right. yeah, I can I know where they soap is and they towel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, mine, I gotta dig through some shit just to find what I need. Right, it's right. like, yeah, I could probably find it and I can maintain and still come out looking like something after the fact. But the fact of the matter is, I I can be peaceful and can be organized and all those different things. I feel like we look for those things. And then what I always tell people is, learn from each relationship because oh, you're yeah. looking for yourself oh, yeah. with all these people that you let in. And not only that, but you can actually gain something from each. You, you gain should, from you the bad always, and the good. Like, even, yeah, even if you got a terrible relationship, you should always be able to take something from it. Take something even, from whether it. Whether it's learned about someone or about yourself. Yes. Like, yeah. That's so real. That's so real. But just to wrap it up, because this is a beautiful conversation. I want everyone, you know, if you got to play this back and listen to this again, listen to it again, share it with your friends, because I know you probably got a friend that's probably going through something real similar. Even if you're on the brink of going through something real similar, know that this is a sign. Go ahead, let that brother in, let that sister in. And I appreciate you all for listening. This is your boy, Rodney Perry, King himself. And this is the Simply King Podcast. If you don't know now, you know you can listen to this podcast on almost everywhere that you can listen to podcasts on from the Apple Podcast app. Um, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, and also the directory of the podcast in color. And I'm planning on getting a little bit more going. Still uh, waiting back to hear from uh, the bros at Second Wind Collective to see when the site is going to be ready so you can go and check that out as well, which is going to be a real cool thing. And listen to some other cool podcasts with, with a lot of dope people, comedians, and all the different types of situations. So definitely check me out. Definitely um, check out the uh, the bio. I mean, the kind of like about and description of this uh, specific episode, so you can connect with Joe and keep up with them and um, connect with them on wherever they want to be connected on. And I love y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Come back next week, and we're gonna keep giving you some more positivity in the years and the times of this Trump era. Fuck Trump. This is Simply King.